celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this almost Friday, Thursday. It is the 28th day of July, 2022. 7282022 is your date. We welcome you. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. Looking out the window of the studio. Mix of clouds, some clearing, some clouds, some clearing. Some light clouds, some dark clouds. It's kind of like a mix out there. It's monsoon time. We had a pretty um, heavy downpour for a while, about uh, 9 o'clock last night. Anyhow, right now, here in Las Vegas, with about 10 minutes after 7 Pacific time, we are already at 79 degrees. Humidity probably a little bit higher. But 79 is pleasant out there right now. And uh, we're not going to hit 100. Going to top off at 99, so we get a 20-degree difference between now and the top-off today. And, of course, we do have those uh, monsoon conditions continuing. Now, when you get the monsoon conditions, it's really simple. You could be driving along, nice dry weather, sun peeking through cloud, then all of a sudden, five minutes later, it's a downpour and it's flooding, and you got to watch for flash floods. Really that simple. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the weather right now currently here in Las Vegas, Nevada, as we begin our almost Friday, Thursday, Race Day Las Vegas radio program. You know, this time of the year, it's just so much fun to be playing the races with breakfast, lunch, and dinner from Saratoga and upstate New York to the beach in Southern California at Del Mar. Today, uh, Del Mar kicks in its second full week of racing. The first full week was a blockbuster as was the first uh, week at uh, Saratoga. Let's see if we can keep it going, okay? Uh, We are highlighting uh, Canterbury Park today with uh, track phantom Dave Valento. Of course, we've got Jonathan Ardoon with us. Tommy Massis is stopping by because we uh, start another week of racing north of the border in Canada at Woodbine. And then, of course, Rich Ang, John Leno, and Jerry J with the Saratoga and Del Mar picks. We also have a twin queue for you today. Now, when they sent me the information for uh, Sunday's result, they said that for Friday, we'll have a carryover. But bam, 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 they put one in today. So that carryover is today in the Twin Queue at Station Casinos. And remember, no matter what happens today and or tomorrow, Saturday will be a $10,000 Twin Queue there as well. All right, we've got a lot of good stuff going on. Look, Country Grammar... Your Dubai uh, winner. And Mandaloon, who's shipping out from the East Coast, will uh, lead the San Diego Handicap this weekend at Del Mar. Jackie's Warrior is going to face five rivals in the Vanderbilt. And uh, even uh, Corniche gets back into action in the Amsterdam. And, of course, this weekend is the Jim Dandy, the Saratoga prep for the Traverse Stakes. And by the way, looking up at the Traverse Stakes, you remember the shocker winner, Rich Strike, in the Derby? Well, they say he's tearing down the barn in advance of the Traverse. This horse is waiting, wanting to, waiting to go. 
His last, he was last seen finishing sixth in the Belmont Stakes back in June 11th. But uh, <clears throat> they said he's going to have two workouts before the August 27th Travers. But he's, he's, uh, they say he's ready to go. Okay. And uh, down at Churchill Downs, the Arlington Million card is on target for August 13th. Remember that the Arlington Million card was a special uh, day of racing, uh, uh, keeping the big races that used to be at Arlington alive with an Arlington Million Day card of racing. But, as you know, uh, some of those races were on the turf, and they've been having issues with turf course at Churchill. But now it appears that the uh, time enabled Churchill Downs to get the turf course ready for the Arlington Million Day as planned. And they say all systems are go for August 13th. Four of the six stakes races on the 11-race Churchill card will be run over that turf course. So there you have it. Now, let's take a look at the field for the Jim Dandy and the San Diego Handicap. Two races this weekend coming up that um, uh, will get a lot of attention. The $600,000 Jim Dandy, mile and one-eighth of grade two on the dirt. That'll be held, of course, uh, on Saturday. Field of five, but a pretty good five. Number one is Western River, Ricardo Santana Jr. for Rudolph Brissett. Number two is Epicenter, Joel Rosario for Steve Asmussen. Number three is Tawny Point, Port, I should say, Tawny, Tawny Port. I read Ortiz Jr. for Brad Cox, Tawny Port. Number four, early voting. You remember him, Preakness winner, Jose Ortiz for Chad Brown. And the five is Zandon, the bluegrass winner, Flavian Pratt for Chad Brown. So Chad Brown's got two out of the five, but all five really have a chance. It's a good, compact, competitive field for the Jim Dandy. Talking about a dandy of a race, how about the San Diego Handicap, grade two, to be run on Saturday as well. 300,000 on the dirt, mile and 16th of grade two. And again, this is for the Handicap Division, three-year-olds and up. This is the prep, the Del Mar prep for the Pacific Classic, a race in which uh, Flightline has penciled in. So here are the, here are the horses that are going to compete in the uh, San Diego, hopefully to get a chance at uh, Flightline. From the rail out, number one, there goes Harvard. Diego Herrera for Mike McCarthy. The two is defunded. Abel Cedillo for Bob Baffert, defunded. The three is Mandaloon. Florent Garo is going to ride for Brad Cox. Number four, Stiletto Boy, Juan Hernandez for Ed Moger Jr. The five is Senior Bushado, or I should say Senior Bushgador. Bushgador. Senior Bushgador. Edwin Maldonado for Todd Fitcher. Not Pletcher, Todd Fitcher. The six is Parnelli, Victor Espinosa for John Sheriffs. The seven is Tripoli, Tiago Piera for uh, John Sadler, Tiago Piera. The eight is Country Grammar, John Velasquez for Bob Baffert. And the nine is Royal Ship, Mike Smith, riding for Dick Mandela. So you got the Dubai Cup winner there. You got Mandaloon in there. So it's going to be a good, pretty good, darn good race. That's for sure. Now, of course, uh, we were talking about um, Corniche, who is um, going to be racing uh, at uh, Saratoga come this weekend on uh, Saturday, I believe, in the uh, Amsterdam. So we got some pretty good stuff going on, that's for sure. Don't forget the grade one Bing Crosby which is a grade one winning your in Breeders' Cup race, will also be run on Saturday uh, at six furlongs for the Breeders' Cup sprint. And a full field of ten there. They are Desmond Doss, Shaz, Bagboss, Drain the Clock, Principe, Carlo, Howbeit, uh, Let's Get Lucky, Diamond, Oops, American Theorem, and uh, Get Her Number, all going in that one. So it's, it's every weekend... During the seasons of uh, Del Mar and Saratoga are, are really neat blockbuster type of weekends because a lot of horses that have made their reputations, big races, etc., earlier in the year or maybe even late last year are starting to come back because everybody wants to win those races at Saratoga and Del Mar, right? Okay, well, let's get started. we got a lot going on. Dave Valento, 
Tommy Massis, Jonathan Hardoon, Rich Ang, John Lindo, Jerry J, Twain Q, and your menu yet to come. And a small look to recap of what happened yesterday. So, hey, don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Horse players, in 2020, Canterbury Park introduced a 10% takeout, traditional 50-cent pick five. That's the lowest takeout on the planet. This season, in addition to that low takeout pick five, Canterbury offers a 10% takeout pick four, beginning with the first race each day. Again, the lowest takeout in horse racing. Canterbury Park, we race Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 5 p.m. Central and Sunday at 1. Canterburypark.com, home of the 10% takeout. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty. Um, plot thickens with the uh, Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Authority, the federal, uh, the, uh, federal agency now overlooking as an umbrella over everything in America, right? Well, the Jockey's Guild, which is a national organization re re representing all the U.S. riders in the Jockey's Guild, said that uh, enforcing uh, its rules in Louisiana and West Virginia, the injunction stopping the HISA from doing it in those two states, will apply to all members of the Guild riding across the U.S., no matter what state they're in, they say. So the, the legalese continues. And now, yesterday... Uh, Dave Valento was with us, gave us a couple of horses. The first horse was scratched. Second horse won. And there was a $162 winner right in the smack dab in the middle of all this stuff. And the pick five paid over $2,460 there at Canterbury. We'll get more from Dave in a minute. And at Saratoga yesterday, Jerry J. had his reverse play come in. His horse ran second. And... Um, the dollar exacta paid $11.10. The 50-cent try with the link-ups uh, paid $17.50. So there you are. And then Jerry came with the winner on his second pick yesterday at Saratoga, Mesidor. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, that was his, yeah, no, that's right, uh, $9.10. So Jerry gave us a couple of winners yesterday. Let's keep the mojo going with our handicappers for today. All right, let's get started with the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Center's racetracks around the country. Yeah, as we look at the weather across the country, up and down the Pacific Coast clear, up and down the Atlantic Coast clear, upstate New York at the moment clear. Got a lot of action going on in, in Kentucky and uh, that part of the country. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, they had they got floods going on in, in parts of Kentucky. Wow. Oklahoma and Nebraska, a lot of action going on there as far as rain is concerned. And, of course, we keep the monsoons uh, through here and uh, Arizona. Just about it for the weather across the country. Here's the menu. Your first post times on your racing menu each and every day reflect that at the Pacific time zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas, 
These will be the first post times to roll out in our race books today. We are in the Pacific Time Zone. If you're listening anywhere else on our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, iPhones or Androids with your app, KSHB app, or podcasting, however, wherever, whenever you get us, because, you know, we're all over the place. Digitally, we're all over on platforms all over the place. Our, our web guy does a great job for us. Jack does a great job. Anyhow, if you're not in the Pacific Dining Zone, adjust to it. Otherwise, you'll miss something. And we don't want you to miss anything like, I miss mom and dad. First post on Pacific. Okay, we start out with uh, Delaware Park. Eight races today at Delaware Park. First post time is 9.30. Then we got Laurel Park. Laurel Park is next. They got a pick six jackpot carryover, 10,944. Eight races, first post time, 9.40. Saratoga. Stand by. The weather could change, but at the moment, uh, it's uh, sunny. Said it's going to be mostly cloudy by post time and uh, 84 degrees. The track is fast. The turf courses are labeled firm. The Mellon Turf Course will host races 2, 7, and 10. The Inner Turf Course races 6 and 9. And the feature race today is the fifth race on the card, the Birdstone Stakes. At a mile and three quarters. You ready for that? A mile and three quarters for four-year-olds and up. Yeah, you can go to the, you can go to you can watch the start of the race and go to the um, stand for a hot dog and come back and, and, and watch the end of the race. Anyhow, there are five going to go this marathon. The four to five favorite is uh, Fearless. The uh, six to five uh, second choice is Lone Rock. That'll be uh, taking most of the money. Those two. And that's the fifth race on the card. Ten races overall at Saratoga. First post time is 10.05. Presque Isle Downs is next. They have eight races at Presque Isle. They got a regular pick five carryover there of 3413 bucks, and their first post time is 10.30. Then you have Woodbine. Tommy is standing by. Woodbine. Yeah, Tommy's right there hanging on and standing by and having his coffee this morning. The Super High Five jackpot carryover at Woodbine today is $27,877. Seven races, first post time, 2 o'clock this afternoon. And then you go, you know where? Oh, yeah, where? Huh? Yeah, yeah, there's a smile on every face, especially at the beach there. All that great scenery. First post time today at Del Mar's, 2 o'clock this afternoon. Del Mar's first post time, 2 o'clock. They got a super high five carryover left over from Sunday, 21,056 bucks. And of course, their pick six jackpot carryover now stands a little bit over 200 grand, $200,710. Eight races today at good old Del Mar. The feature is the Fleet Treat Stakes. Seven furlongs, three-year-old fillies. Seventh race on the card. Scratch the six, Elmira. Uh, That'll leave uh, seven to go. And the eight to five favorite there is Connie Swingle with uh, Kyle Frey. First post time for their eight races today at Del Mar, two o'clock. Penn National. Now, Penn National has got a little bit of a carryover there as far as the Super High Five jackpot, $1,068. Their first post time is 3 o'clock for eight races. Canterbury Park, Dave is standing by. they got 11 races today, seven thoroughbreds. Last four will be quarter horses. And first post time at Canterbury Park today is 310. Remember the 10% takeout in the pick five to pick four. All right, Evangeline Downs is next. Eight races, first post time 330. And then we wrap it up with Charlestown. With a pick six jackpot carryover of $8,107. Four o'clock first post at Charlestown for their eight races. And that's the deal. That's your uh, that's your carryover today, okay? Now we're going to go to uh, Dave Valento, the track phantom standing by Canterbury Park. Dave, good morning. Hey, good morning. Well, uh, you had one horse scratch. The other one won yesterday at Canterbury. Not a, not a bad deal there. Yeah, that... Uh Long shot I gave you at Saratoga ran a big race, ran yeah. third at thirty to one. So he sure it was, did. It was a good day, although, although uh, it, it's the weirdest thing, you know. Sometimes you just can't. You got to get some luck on top of everything else. I was uh, eight deep out of eleven horses in that uh, pick five <laughs> towards, 
on a on a two dollar ticket. By the way, I had a two dollar ticket going oh. to eight horses in the last race, and the longest shot in the history of the track won that last race. And I and I was out. I didn't hit it. One hundred and sixty-two dollars even for a two-dollar win bet, and got the uh, pick five to pay twenty-four hundred sixty-four dollars and twenty-five cents. And Dave, I got to tell yeah, you, it was- I got to tell you, my man. Now, to be honest, most players, most guys will tell you, if you're going to go eight deep in an eleven-horse field, just hit the all button. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's you, you know you know what happens. Yeah. You know, I, I I use the I hit the all button. I'd say 85% of the time when I make bets like and that. And 80% of the and time it, the favorite wins. It, it, it's always <laughs> one of the obvious ones. And then and then, you, and then what, what happens is you start to try to get a little smart, yeah. cut the ticket price down a bit, and and that's what happens. And it was, it was, uh, it was a tough beat, but that happens. Now, all, every one of us handicappers, when uh, something like that happens, always reaches for the form right away and looks at the past performances, seeing if there's anything at all that would indicate that shocking win. You know, you know, it's funny is when I was on your show back in May, yeah. this horse was shipping in from Will Rogers down, and I actually had this horse as my play of the day mm. on that, that day at, at a price, and he ran just terrible. And you know it's funny as horse players when you when you when you get alongside a horse like that and it runs poorly you almost have even a little bit more animosity than when it runs later it's like you know I I fell for it once I'm not going to fall for it again now on the on the past performances it was an impossible horse to have right. it was it wasn't a great race but it, that that horse was was clearly the one that should, the only one in the race that really didn't have a chance, and yet it did. Went to the lead and it hung around. And I'll say one last thing: mm-hmm. that trainer, he, I, I don't know what the actual stats are. I'd have to look it up. But that's got to be his fifth or sixth, thirty-five to one or higher horse that ran first or second in the last two years at Canterbury. He doesn't win hardly any races, but when he wins, it's something like that. Yeah, when he wins, this cha-ching, that's for sure. And so. Yeah. The big sting happened to you in that sixth race. The highest-priced paramutual payoff in the history of Canterbury Park, $162. And, and by horse, $1, yes. And the yep. horse's name was Just Ask Joel. Okay. We put that behind us. What about today? Okay. Well, I'll give you two plays today. Mm-hmm. And um, if you remember yesterday, I made a comment that Mac Robertson had uh, – yeah, all uh, two horses entered in all four of these maiden special weight two year old races yep. this week. He and and one of them I gave you yesterday, uh, check cashing Connie, I think her name was one. His other horse scratched, and the winner of that race was ridden by Nick Goodwin. So in third race today, two year old maiden special five for a long race. I'm going to go back to the to the well, I guess as you say, and he's got two again in the race, and the number four hand pay. Is the one that's written by Nick Goodwin. Now, now Robertson is four for four when he's put Nick Goodwin on a first-time starter like this. So, you know, he's he's obviously Nick Goodwin's actually one of the better quarter horse riders at the track. So he obviously feels he can get the horse out of the uh, out of the gate and uh, get him into the. And that's exactly what we did with Check Cash and Connie yesterday. Mm-hmm. So this this horse hand pay at five to one is a very uh, fair price. A good good maiden race. So there's some, a lot of ways you can go here. Uh, the back breeding on this is really good. In fact, um, there's uh, two or three uh, stakes winners in the in the immediate back breeding here. So the works are good. And the and the last thing too is that uh, this horse worked 47 flat bullet work on July 14th and came back with a 39 and four three furlong work. Uh-huh. It's one of my favorite angles in racing is when you see a fast work followed by an extremely slow work. Yeah, that just... means that the horses they've done everything. They prepared the horse that's ready to go, and now they're just trying to keep it a little bit tight in preparation for the race. So okay. that's exactly what the the pattern was yesterday. So we'll go number four, hand pay, five to one, race three. Okay, and uh, you said you had another one. Race six is also a maiden special weight race. Um, this is for a little bit older horses, I think three years and up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the number eight, uh, Devilish Honor, at seven to two in this spot. This is a first, also a first-time starter for Mac Robertson. Um, this one he does have uh, Rye Eichelberry. It was a very good rider. Uh, Eichelberry might be the best rider 
at the track now that he came back. Uh, he's from Minnesota. He came back. Arkansas bred, same scenario, had that same bullet work on the same day, July 14th. So he must have worked these horses in company. Came back with a slow furlong, uh, four furlong move. And, um, again, I like I like the back breeding on this for sprint. Okay. Um, so, anyways, we're going to go number eight. Devilish Honor, 7-2, to race 6. All right. Eichel Barry, of course, had a double yesterday at uh, Canterbury Park. And, again, the third race you like the four, sixth race you like the eight. And don't forget, folks, that 10% takeout in uh, the pick four and pick five. That's for sure. Hey, thanks a lot, uh, and we will uh, talk to you next week, I guess, Dave, right? Okay. Sounds and, good. And good luck, you, you, uh, you have Saratoga Sheets and Canterbury as well, right? Yeah, not not today. I'll have uh, Saratoga and Delmar back uh, in action on on Saturday. All right, you got it, my man. Thanks a lot, man. Okay, thank you. All right, we're going to go now to Tommy Masses, north of the border in Canada. Tommy, good morning. Good morning. Well, you're on a speakerphone. You got to get off of that thing. Yeah, it's not really. I'm on a speakerphone every morning. It's just a new apartment trying to find the exact Acu- the acoustics. I should say. All right, so what's uh, what's the deal going on up there today? First of all, uh, our sister track, Mohawk, has frozen the jackpot high five at 262000 and we'll be giving it out Saturday night in the last race. Oh, man, okay. Okay, and yeah. then uh, I just uh, you guys haven't talked about it, but I mentioned, uh, I don't know if you saw the, the jockey that pulled that horse out of Cinnaboya Downs, Sheldon Chickenness. Is that is is that his name, Chickenus, or is that yeah. what you're calling him? No, no, that's his name. Is all right, all right. Yes, I did, I, I did see that, and that was uh, that was bad looking, man. Yeah. So the the legislators said it was okay, but kudos to uh, the executive officer Darren Dunn. He came out and made a statement saying it wasn't okay, even though he believes the BS Sheldon said about the safety of the horse it still should have been hammered with a suspension. So. Just to not get too crazy and blame the Sinaboya. They, they agree with everyone. It's just the legislate, legislators are blind. <laughs> All right. Enough said there. That's good. I like the way they're trying to protect the betting public. You got one stakes race over the weekend, and that'll be on Sunday, the Niagara Stakes. Yes, sir. I haven't looked at that, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, we're going to, I think it's a couple of weeks, and then we start with the... Uh, all the big the big races are coming up again, including the the plate, which I don't know if you saw Moira's performance in the Oaks. Oh, she's please! Be one to nine in the plate. Boy, I got to tell you, and here's another filly that wins uh, big uh, in the Wood, Woodbine Oaks and uh, comes back in the plate. You have uh, a very good percentage of fillies coming in the plate, good ones, and winning that thing. And boy, I got to tell you, you're right. I mean, off of that performing, and that that was she just destroyed the field. No question about that. It'll be fun to watch, uh, see see uh, the boys going up against her, that's for sure. Now, today, you only have seven races, four of which are on the turf, and I would imagine the weather okay? Uh, well, there is, there is some storm warnings, that, but we might all get trace, so I, I'm pretty sure it'll hold off. Right right now, it's partly cloudy. It's not bad at all, but you know, later on tonight, it looks like possible thunder, but same, and trace, so, you know. Partly right. cloudy with a 50% chance of being right. Okay, <laughs> which is normally what the weathermen are doing anyhow. Uh, you're going, you're, you're, your connection is not that great as far as uh, being in there, um, you know, you're going in and out. So before we lose you or whatever, we'll get right to the picks. All right, Ernie, uh, race two, number two, Wicked Mia. Uh, he, he likes him as a peace horse to get a piece of the, the try or whatever, not as a bet. Uh, those are Ernie's ones. Mine. Okay, you there? Yeah. Okay, keep going. Go ahead. Yeah, can you hear me, Ralph? I, I can hear you now, but you're going in now. Come on. Okay, we have a number five, Wainia Bay. Uh, been working good. Ernie said he won third time off the bench last time, last year. So Ernie's picks, my picks are in race four. Number nine, and two good races off his comeback and should be tough in here. And in race six, number two, Leon Azul. All right. Now, you are going in and out, so I'm going to repeat this to you, okay? Ernie's picks, second race, the two, seventh and final race, the five, correct? Yes. Your picks, fourth race, the nine, and the sixth race, the two, correct? Correct. 
Okay, all these horses, Ernie's horses are 15 and 12 to 1 on the morning line, respectively. Yours are 4 and 8. So if you guys uh, get uh, action going, we're going to have a good, 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 good day. That's for sure. Seven races. Uh, uh, is it the um, – why only seven races today, you know? No, no idea. You know, it is it is a late start, right? And they're right. doing that stuff, you know, running over the – Oh, gosh. You're breaking up. We got We got to let you go, Tommy. Sorry about that, okay? Hello? Yeah, we lost him. I knew that was going to happen. That's why I wanted to get you the uh, picks right away. All right, maybe he'll uh, get a landline going tomorrow. Let's go to uh, Jonathan Hardoon now. Jonathan, you've been sitting there patiently waiting. What's the weather like at uh, Saratoga right now? Right now it's beautiful. Tommy was reporting from a submarine in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Well, uh, in any in any case, uh, uh there's going to be some great races this weekend at Saratoga. Oh, the, the, the race on Saturday, the, um, the Jim Dandy, is really a, just a terrific race. Unfortunately, only five show up. But you have Epicenter, Early Voting, and Zandon. All yeah. three, uh, you know, those are top horses. Two of them tra- trained by Chad Brown, Early Voting, and Zandon. Uh-huh. So that's interesting. He has two of the five. And Tony Port. Epicenter and uh, Zandon all ran in the Kentucky Derby. So the three-year-olds are uh, starting to really take shape now. And, uh, you know, everyone thought it may be a weed crop. Whatever turns out, they turn out to be pretty good, in my opinion. Well, and I'll tell you what, it's, it's, I know it's a small field, but it's going to be a real good chess game going on. Now, we assume that out of the horses that we mentioned, that early voting is the one that has – the penchant, the, the the most early foot, so maybe he can start dictating the race early, right? Well, Epicenter used to show speed all the time, if you remember. Yeah. Even in the Kentucky Derby, he yeah. went to the lead in that blistering pace. You know, so, but last time, for some reason, you know, he didn't show that speed, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if he actually showed a lot more speed Saturday. So you're right, Ralph, it's going to be a chess game. Not only that, Chad Brown has early voting in Zandon, so sending early voting after Epicenter will only help Zandon. So you're right. It's a chess match, and it's really a terrific race. Unfortunately, only five horses. And uh, Zandon ran admirably in the uh, Kentucky Derby when uh, the Shocker came. With yeah, he the, finished third. Yeah, so with he Rich Strike, sure. Yeah, I mean, the, this, and Tony Port came back and won yeah. out of the Derby, like a lot of other horses. He won the Ohio Derby, and he comes from Brad Cox. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, it's it's it's. I'm telling you, it's going to be a chess game race. It's going to be interesting to watch how they maneuver early and set their position for the late run in the Jim Dandy. That's for sure, and that is, of course, a prelude to the Travers, where they will will meet the uh, Derby Shocker Rich Strike again as well. All right, uh, what are we doing today? Yeah, uh-huh. We're going to look at the seventh race today at Saratoga, five and a half furlongs on the Mellon Turf course. And I like the number six horse in here, Finn White Duke. Uh, this is a four-year-old gelding from the David Dunn Farm. Five starts this year, each race better than the previous one. Cuts back in distance, but there's a ton of early speed in here. Johnny V aboard to ride six to one on the morning line. I like number six, Finn White Duke, to win today's seventh race out of Saratoga. Well, if your horse is going to come off the pace, uh, there's got to be a lot of early speed because there's only five and a half furlongs on the Mellon Turf course. And the sixth, Thin White Duke, the six in the seventh, is Jonathan Hardoon's play. Nice uh, six to one on the morning line in what appears to be a wide open affair, that's for sure. Seventh race, the six horse. And, uh, Jonathan, I guess uh, we'll let you go because uh, you give us a pick a day when there's uh, only one track going there as uh, far as. Well, well no, Del you got Mar's Del Mar. Gone, you got Del Mar. <laughs> hey, Ralph. Well, slap, let's slap me in the face. We got Del Mar. You know, I got to tell you, I mean, uh, I wish these tracks. They start running on top of each other. Yeah, they sure do. All right, give me a Del Mar. All right, fourth race today, another turf race sprint, five furlongs. This one, I like the number six horse in here, Elevato, three-year-old culture of Mike Pipey born. Two races as a two-year-old, last time out as a two-year-old, one on the turf sprinting, now comes out as a three-year-old, gets Lasix today for the first time, Joe Bravo aboard to ride. Number six, Elevato, win today fourth race at Delmar. And I got to tell you, uh, Joey Bravo's uh, starting out the meet uh, real well. He's had several winners there, and uh, he does ride that turf course well, doesn't he? 
He really does. And, uh, you know, he moved his tack last summer from uh, Monmouth because he didn't want to deal with the no-whip rules. Uh, and he, he, ran, he rode at, Del, at uh, Monmouth last weekend, but back at Del Mar, and he'll be there the rest of the meet. You know, when the United States government put its uh, beak under the tent and created this new national uh, agency over it, you knew that lawyers were going to make money up and down all over the place in this business because now how many how many injunctions and lawsuits have we had over the uh, initial rules and regulations that they put out already? And now the jock skill getting into it as well. I'll tell you. Yeah, so they, they will never institute this, or certainly not in the near future. They'll be fighting in court. Who knows? It could last for years. But yeah. that's a good thing because I didn't like their rules, and they needed a lot of other trainers. So. Yeah, it gets uh, confusing at times. Okay, fourth race, Delmar, you like the sixth. Slap me in the face. I almost missed you on that. And the seventh race at Saratoga, you like uh, the six as well. So a pair of sixes, fourth at Delmar and seventh at Saratoga. You have full sheets both for Delmar and Saratoga right now, right, my man? Website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Thanks, Rafi. Have a huh. great day. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, you got it, my man. Guess I need the second cup of coffee, huh? Ah, we still got your twin Q. Yeah, there's a twin Q today, Virginia, with a carryover. And, of course, Rich Yang, John Leno, and Jerry J to go yet, so don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. That music gets you just tapping your feet. Okay. Well, yesterday we gave you the results of uh, Sunday's Twin Q, and uh, long story short, nobody had it. So we have a carryover, and it happens today. Not tomorrow, but today. Today, uh, Station Casinos does have a Twin Q, and it will institute the uh, carryover from Sunday. So for today, a nice little bonus out there for those here in town, spoiled there and playing the Twin Q at Station Casinos. The carryover, $7,113.60. And the twin queue comes at Del Mar, where that turf meets the serve. Two races. Here they are. The first half of the twin queue puzzle today is the sixth race at Del Mar. is an unoptional claiming allowance race for Phillies and Mary's three-year-olds and up at a mile and three-eighths. Boy, you got a marathon at Saratoga and this one here. Mile and three-eighths on the turf. The sixth race. At Del Mar is the first half of the puzzle. Ten before scratches, wide open affair, how wide open? Well, the morning line favorite is three to one. Then the second half of the twin will be the eighth and final race today at Del Mar, a mile turf race for three-year-old and up maidens. Scratch the 11 bags gold, that'll leave still 13 that are entered before any more scratches in the eighth race, the second half of the twin queue today at uh, Station Casinos. Uh, they do have a nine to five morning line favorite in that one. So that's your puzzle. A marathon on the turf, a two-turner on the turf, claiming allowance uh, horses in one, and maidens in the other. The sixth and eighth races today at Del Mar are the twin queue races at Station Casinos with a carryover from Sunday of $7,113.60 post-time right around 4.30. Now you'd be playing the races anyhow. Good morning, Richie. Hey, good morning, Mr. Ralphie. Well, um... What have you, uh, did you take away anything from opening weekend at Del Mar except uh, peeps are anxious to play the races and they were good competitive races? Yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of fun. I mean, I got uh, wounded a couple of times, but it did catch a couple of tickets. But, uh, you know, there were a couple of players who got uh, filthy rich, Ralph. Oh, <laughs> man. Those pick fives. Man, oh, man. 300, I, I, tip- I mean, $300,000, wow, on a 50-cent bet. Yeah. 
Yeah, almost four hundred thousand. Yeah. Closer to four hundred thousand. Yeah. So, so if a listener is one of those people, um, congratulations! That was that, that was a, that was a lifetime achievement in one day. Fantastic. Well, after uh, they're done paying taxes, both the federal and, of course, if you hit it in California, they got the California taxes as well. They jump on you for that. And uh, all that good stuff, he, he's got enough money to fill up his tank of gas. Yeah, or he's got enough money to uh, buy some more uh, lottery tickets. If, <laughs> if his luck is that good, he might as well what go is after it? this lottery. <laughs> it's over a billion dollars now, right, the lottery? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's over a billion. I, I can't. I can't even fathom that number. No, Can you me, imagine? It? Me neither. It, it becomes a headache at that point. Yeah, give me the headache. All right. Anyhow, uh, you've got your selections uh, for today at Del Mar, available right now at the RacedayLasVegas dot com websites. And um, what are we doing today? I tell you what, let's go to uh, race number six at Del Mar, Island Three Ace on the grass, mm-hmm. a nice little marathon race. And a horse that, uh, quite frankly, I, I needed last time out, but uh, I thought was given just a just a very poor ride by Jaden Van Dyke is the nine queen of the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, this horse, he just never gave this horse a chance. And uh, I see where a trainer, uh, uh, Dan, Dan Blacker, goes to Umberto Rispoli. So I think that's a real positive move. Uh, at mile and three-eighths, uh, there's no excuse for not getting a trip. So let's go 25 win place, two for the ROI, number nine. Queen of the Temple, four to one odds in uh, Del Mar sixth. Mile and three eighths on the turf, that sixth race, and that is the first half of the Twin Q with that carryover. Richie likes number nine, Queen of the Temple. Hopefully, Mr. Rispoli will give him a little bit better ride today. In the sixth race, the nine is the key at Del Mar. And of course, you can get the rest uh, right now at the racedaylasvegas.com website. And uh, I would imagine, Richie, that uh, have you taken anything away that uh, handicappers should know about the first uh, three days at Del Mar? No, I think it's been pretty fair. Uh, although, you know, one thing about that turf course is uh, you, you better move too soon than too late. <laughs> Just the way the stretch is, and the, it's a little, little more of a narrow course. So, uh, anyway, uh, I hope Reese Bully doesn't sit back there and sit back there and sit back there that he puts this horse into the race a little, little earlier. Yeah, let's uh, let's not give the horse too much to do, that's for sure. All right, sixth race, the nine, the rest of the racedaylasvegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. John and Jerry wrap it up as they normally do. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. The only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. You know, we're talking about uh, some of those key races over the weekend, and uh, there's just other key races over the weekend. I mean, it's it's just a, a lot of fun to be uh, looking ahead to the weekend these days with Del Mar and Saratoga and all their uh, stakes races and all the horses that uh, are that we know that are coming back and, and running in those races. John Lindo, good morning. Jerry J here, Al. Oh, okay. How about this? John Lando, good morning. Take two. You found me. Yeah, good morning, <laughs> Ralph. How you doing? Uh, fine. Uh, Del Mar, um, first three days, blockbuster, breaking records and all that, people having fun, doing good things, and uh, some people are making cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, following up on those two pick fives for 383000 on Saturday, Brad Free and tomorrow's edition of Daily Racing Reform reports, one of the tickets was purchased in Albuquerque, New Mexico, an $1,800 ticket, and the other side of the spectrum at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, the other winning ticket was purchased for $90. 
So a little ship and wind money for people outside the state. All righty. Well, that's good stuff, that's for sure. All right. Well, uh, another week starts uh, from morning, noon, and night. Uh, Saratoga to Del Mar, and Del Mar first post time at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Of course, tomorrow will be 4 o'clock, right? 4 o'clock on Friday tomorrow. Yeah, that kicks off, so we'll have some twilight racing tomorrow. All right. So what are the boys doing here early in the uh, game as far as jocks trainers? Well, Juan Hernandez won three races on two consecutive days. He's the leading rider with six winners. And then you've got Umberto Rispoli and Joe Bravo after a good start to the meet. They've each won four. Yeah. As far as the trainers go, Phil D'Amato, Doug O'Neill, each have won four races the first week. And then the only other trainers with multiple wins were John Sadler, Bob Baffert, Peter, and they each won two races the first three days of the meet. So leaderboard looks to be just about the same. What about those favorites? I was surprised. Favorites won at 38%, and with the, the amount of payoffs in those pick fives, if it wasn't favorites, it must have been bombers because, uh, you know, the big payoffs all around, but the favorites still won more than their share. Well, I got to tell you, when you got favorites that are paying 7 and $8 as favorites, uh, it'll put more meat on the bones. Uh, of course, you need one or two big, big prices, obviously, to get to 300000 But even those five and $10,000 ones, you don't have to get too outlandish uh, when you get uh, wide-open competitive races like you do. All you got to do is connect the dots. Yeah, when you average more than 10 horses a race, you're going to get value. Yeah, absolutely, and they got a great card again today. The Fleet Treat is the feature for three-year-old fillies going seven furlongs, and I guess they got to get around uh, Connie Swingle. She's the filly to beat. Uh, Bob Baffert has fun to dream in there. She was really impressive in her first start. And, and don't overlook the Northern California horse opening buzz. Uh, she she blitzed the field up north under wraps, and she might be the speed of the speed in there, and I see Evan Roman is down to ride her. All right, you got it, my man. Well, the Linda Report for Del Mar right now, available today at South Point, covering all eight races and a suggested late pick four and all that information about the ship and wind horses in those races that you have to take a, another look at, that's for sure. It is a handicapping angle, and it's all in one page, one spot, the South Point Racebook. John, what's up? Let's go to race number three at Del Mar. In the third race today, number two, DDS Express is protected from being claimed off a layoff. That's a positive sign. Mm-hmm. It's worked very well in the morning with blinkers. The blinkers go on for the race today coming off the layoff. Mike Pipey, very good with fresh horses here. Looks like a live horse, 5-1 to one on the program, number two, DDS Express, race three at Del Mar. Gets the bug boy, Alcigore, huh? Yeah, yeah, and that'll keep our price. All right, you got it, my man. Third race, number two, DD's Express. Uh, and uh, let's get DD on the express lane to the winner's circle in the third race, the two horse. John Lindo's play at uh, Del Mar, but that's the tip of the iceberg. Don't forget to get the rest and all that good information. The Lindo Report, exclusively at the South Point Racebook. Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. Good luck today. All righty, you got it. Now we're going to go to uh, Mr. Finally, uh, Jerry Jackowitz, standing by. <laughs> Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah. So, um, yeah, another great day of racing at uh, Surf and Turf. Two nice winners for us yesterday at Saratoga, a reverse winner and a, and a, and a winner winner outright. And yeah. your, your power pages are doing very well. Uh, that's for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I think we maybe were a little helpful to those people in the Mohegan Sun. So, at least I'm hoping we were. Uh, you should have been. Yeah, well, let's, well, yeah, let's hope that you're you're helpful for everybody. Is the power page at the Mohegan Sun? Yes. Good. Cool. Yeah, it's so they're in Connecticut with, with, you know, our old friend Brad Bryant. So. Yeah. Bomber Brad. Bomber Brad. Yeah. Okay. Good guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all, all right. right so, so what are we doing today? Get, all right, so we're going to play some horse again today okay. i had a lot of uh, like a conundrum on uh, at saratoga there's so many horses i like today um, i have two featured plays on the power page plus I, i'm I, gonna go with the one i didn't write up just because for no other reason okay i think it's because he's named after you ralph devil boy the eight horse <laughs> in the fourth, okay, the fourth race <laughs> yes uh, again folks um let me ask you this because somebody did ask me sure. this real quick why do you post two feature plays sometimes? Is is it just it's hard to separate two that get to that uh, criteria? Right, right. So here, Devil's Boy, Devil Boy is four to one, and I think four to one is approximately the right price. Okay. So it's sort of square value as opposed to a pop out key where he would be have to be five or six or seven to one to be a pop out key. Okay. So that's. He's got a lot of handicapping. You know, if you look at him, you go, oh, there's a lot to like here. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, this horse just pops off the page that Jeremiah Engelhart has prepped this horse for 
uh, Saratoga, and he's a really first-class trainer. He runs, you know, mm-hmm. typically our 20% winners, really good, and he's got Jose Ortiz still with the horse. Um, this colt really looks like it was prepped to be for, Sar- for Saratoga. It has a little bit of a back class, so I like the horse. At 4-1, to one, I think you're getting square value. That's the eight horse in the fourth race. I'll play the eight over the two, four, five, and six. Do my reverses, but the eight, that'll be our feature play in race number four at Saratoga today. All right, fourth race at Saratoga, part of the early pick four and early pick five. Fourth race, uh, maybe we might have a singleton here in number eight, Devil Boy. Devil Boy is the key, the $2 ROI, two to win on the eight. And the link-ups include numbers two, four, five, and six, and reverse. $2 ROI on the eight in the fourth at Saratoga. What about Del Mar? Yeah, I just a point. I don't know that I would single him, but I would, he would definitely get more, the most money for me. Let's go to Del Mar's sixth race, Ralph. I, um, here, I'm going to uh, I'm going to give you another one. I'm going to be another rider with Richie on mm-hmm. Queen of the Temple. Um, again, four to one seems very square on the price. It's not a crazy overlay, but it's very square in mm-hmm. my opinion. Okay. Uh, Dan Blacker puts up Rispoli. You guys talked about Rispoli that he shouldn't wait too long. Mm-hmm. He'll know what to do. He's a really good turf rider. Yeah. That's the nine horse in the sixth race. Really appeals to me for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. It seems to be the best distance horse in the race, distance Philly. And I'll play the nine with the three, six, seven, and ten. Reverse them as well. And that'll be our feature play in race number six at Del Mar. All right, a double whammy on the uh, horse in the sixth race. That's number nine, Queen of the Temple. Uh, Jerry and Richie both like. Jerry's uh, key feature play, the nine in the sixth race. The link-ups, he includes the three, six, seven, and ten and reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the nine in the uh, sixth race. Now, don't forget... That sixth race is the start, ladies and gentlemen, of a carryover in the Twin Q today at Station Casinos of $7,113.60 to be exact. And, of course, the second half of it is the eighth race at Del Mar. So don't forget to get the power pages for all of Del Mar and all of Saratoga right now at the Station Casinos race books. And don't forget that uh, we'll be back tomorrow when it is actually Friday. It's not almost Friday, Thursday. It'll be Friday, Friday. <laughs> So go out and enjoy. Be safe on the roads. And don't forget, when you get to that monsoon stuff, flash flooding. Keep that in mind. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.